0: Alrighty everybody, welcome back to Shadow Valley. My name's Brennan. you got Parker. You've got Gabe. And today we are excited to bring you our Christmas episode.
1: Christmas and Santa Claus.
0: We've all been looking forward to this and so, uh, yeah, I'm ready. Let's learn about Santa and Christmas and all the history behind it. Slap that bitch. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, that's very christmas Are we
1: slapping Santa? Hey, I don't slap Santa because I don't want coal. Coal, <laughs> I do not want coal either. But are we slapping Santa? We could slap his ass. No, <laughs> <laughs> that thick boy. Dude, <laughs> he might be
2: into that. Miss <laughs> Claus is probably, you know, A not feisty. super kinky anymore. She's well. Do,
1: don't you think she would be more kinky with the time? I don't know. I guess maybe. Right.
2: Yeah, I mean, they've been you know? together for however many hundreds or thousands of years they yeah. probably need to spice it up a little bit right
1: so they you would imagine they'd probably be a little bit more kinky than you know what santa average. needs
2: Huh? blue chew our new sponsor of the <laughs> podcast i'm just kidding blue <laughs> chew is not sponsoring our podcast <laughs> not but, yet at least. but to blue chew um this is just a little template a little demo if you will if you do want to sponsor us yeah.
1: that's how it would go yeah and that delivery so was money. awesome yeah we just fit it in like that People would be so mesmerized by how we fit it in, they yeah. wouldn't even know that we're selling to them. We're oh, able yeah.
2: to get Dick Cheney in every episode. Yeah. Hell yeah. No matter. So, you don't <laughs> think we can't fit some Blue Chew, oh, yeah. some Manscaped, some freaking Me Undies?
1: Big League Chew. Better yeah. help. <laughs> better in. help. Welcome
2: to Better Help. <laughs> <laughs> even if you don't have problems, we'll
1: find him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so segue into the episode. Um, so when we were doing research on this, we uh, unexpectedly found quite a bit of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't think that there was so much involved in the whole origin of Christmas, um, but there's so many traditions and stuff that kind of all accumulated to create this like what we know is Christmas today. Right, mm-hmm. um, And we kind of went over it in the, our last episode, the Krampus episode. Yeah. So I'm not going to really hit too much on what, like, origin of Santa, if you will. Um, uh-huh. Just because I don't think it's that important because we did go over it during the Krampus episode. So I'm mainly just going to go over, like, really what kind of, like, created Christmas in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um <clears throat> Mainly the things that kind of uh, all came together to to formulate Christmas, there were a lot of pagan um, influences, Roman and Norse, which I did not know anything about the Roman or the Norse. I did know some about the pagan influences within um, uh, mostly like the Christian version of Christmas. Right. But a lot of it actually did come from Norse. Mo- well, not. I don't want to say most of it because I would say I would say I would give it like a probably 30% pagan, 30%, maybe 40% Norse, and then 30% like Christian and the rest would be Roman. Um, so I know those were kind of like random. I was going to say, that's already 100%, and then you added plus say, sorry, Roman. What did I say? 30, 30, 40? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's already... <laughs> I was like keeping track in my head. And like, okay, was, okay, okay, okay. It it's it like basically 0% Roman, but we're going to mention that. No, 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 no. Sorry. There, it's just a very small fraction of Roman um, uh-huh. that is part of it. So, But, yeah, it's very interesting. So have you guys ever heard of the, um, the 12 Days of Yule? I have
2: not, but... Um, we know the 12 days of Christmas, plus we know Yule Log, Yule Tides. Exactly. It definitely has like Christmas ties, just the yep. word Yule, even though I don't really have any clue what it actually means.
1: Yeah, no, and that's exactly, you know, it's funny is because I was listening to, uh, um, what was that song? I don't remember who, who sings it, but they were saying the Yule Tide carols or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know what that meant, but it is literally just a festivity. Like, as far as I know, I don't think there's any like anything that is called a Yule other than this Norse um, tradition that they had back uh-huh. in the day. Um, <clears throat> so uh, interestingly, the Christmas term actually originates from Christus misi Miss, signifying the mass of Christ. So really, mm-hmm. like mass, like you go to church mass, I, I believe so, or a mass of like a big mass of people. Mm-hmm. Like the Christian people, if you will, um, is it kind of just saying like this is
2: the big Christ holiday?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the big Christ, yeah. yeah, no, essentially yes, that's pretty much what it's saying. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was really interesting and and the Christian ties really didn't come until about the 19th century or so, and that's really when, and that's when we really started to to celebrate like Christmas as a as like a whole. Mm-hmm. around the world and stuff. It had a really big resurgence in 19th century and that's when it became very Christian. Um that's when it all started to kind of just to evolve or sorry, not evolve, revolve around Christ. And oh, really? that's when we really started getting nativity scenes stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um prior to this though, it was not really all about Christ. It was more of like hey, I want to hang out with family, I want to hang out with good friends, I want to do this, I want to do that. It's a um, celebration or a celebration. just a holiday in general at that point. Right, exactly. It was, it was more of a celebration rather than like, hey, we're going to dedicate this whole thing. Well, mind you, sorry, maybe I misspoke there. It wasn't to dedicate this whole thing to Christ, but mainly now it's very. It's more seen as like a very Christ-centered holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> sorry, guys.
0: And it's funny because it did start out kind of like, like pagan, like originally kind of like what we mentioned last episode. Yeah. Um, and then the Christian just kind of came over and was like, this is now Christ's
2: day.
1: This is my now. <laughs>
2: Basically, <laughs> this, this is what my they holiday did. now. Yeah. This is totally
1: my holiday. Yeah, no, th- <laughs> seriously, though. They just freaking pla- plagiarize the shit out of it.
2: For real. <laughs> well, uh, like, I feel like Christians throughout history have kind of done that a lot. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, this, this is, is, is us now.
1: now. Yeah this is mine now. Yeah. Like the government. Yeah. Or the yeah. IRS. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: IRS. Yeah. 100% <laughs> <laughs> just like imminent domain.
2: Like this is ours now. This you forgot to pay mine, no. 20% of your taxes. Well, now we're taking a hundred percent of everything you own, <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> plus you going to yeah. spend
0: nine months in jail. <laughs> get <wrote. laughs>
1: Um So let's go to what I believe is the beginning, at least as far as I could tell. So, there's a. Have you guys ever heard of Saturnalia? Um, What's that? It sounds like astrology. It is. Yeah, I mean, it it is some. It does have to do with some astro- astrology because it does center around Saturn, mm-hmm. the god. Um. Well, there is a god, but it was a uh, a uh, Norse god. No, a Roman god. Oh, actually. A Roman god. So it is said that Christmas celebrations actually began in Rome around three thirty six. Uh, A.C. or B.C.? Before Christ, yeah. Before Christ. Before Christ. So, um, yeah, that was the earliest reference that I was able to find regarding anything around Christmas. Um, again, it wasn't started... It, like, Christmas was not celebrated at all on the 25th until Christians took it over. They said that was when Christ was born. And obviously, like we discussed in our last episode, we don't believe that Christ was born, actually, during this time. Mm-hmm. But because of a lot of the Roman... Um, traditions, the Norse traditions, uh, medieval traditions, and the pagan tradition, a lot of these all centered around the end of the year, Um, many of which actually didn't even go into, um, uh, like, the tail end of December. It was actually kind of mid-December that they would do all these celebrations. Mm -hmm. And some do carry into the end of December, but most of them don't. And so... Sorry, go ahead.
2: Well, so, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, I'm just... Like, I know... The, like with all of those different things they would have had in common because uh, like for so mythology always had a lot to do with astrology as as well you know mm-hmm. like
3: mm-hmm.
2: half of I don't I don't know I'm, I'm no expert on this but a lot of what um you know where all of the myths came from was based off of like constellations in the sky and stuff yeah. like that so like then you you tie it ties in with like the the winter and summer solstice which is like the shortest you know, daylight of the year. Yeah, And I, I think that, you know, whatever cycle is there is like, it's right at the beginning or right at the end is like right there with that solstice, which would be, you know, the 21st of December. And then if you're coming back 12 days, that would put you like the middle of December yeah. roughly, you know, no, so. And
1: you're actually 100% right. Right. And that was one of the big things that the, sorry guys, excuse me. Um, that was one of the biggest thing that the, norse celebrated with yule Mm -hmm. so and i'll go into those details but they had something that was called like a yule log Uh
2: uh-huh
1: and the idea was that it would the longer the days were the longer the the or sorry the shorter the days were the longer the log would burn to keep light going throughout the night oh okay and And so it's very interesting and i'll get into that that's kind of like on the tail end of um well i guess it'll be next actually well, I'll go through this uh, the Saturnalia, and then I'll I'll kind of start discussing the Yule, because gotcha. um, it is it gets very interesting actually. Um, <clears throat> so, Christmas uh, was really it, it, it's pulled a lot of this again inspiration from a lot of these things. So Sat, Saturnalia was an ancient Rome um, festival, and it uh, it honored the arc. Ar- Sorry, I freaking hate this word. Agriculture, God, Saturn. Oh, okay. Uh, like of of like crop and stuff like, like farms that. and junk. For, yeah, exactly. Um, and it was celebrated mid-December, and it was to sacrifice things to this god, um, such as like people. They would sacrifice some people. Nice. Um, but mostly it was to party, gift give, and then just kind of like eat and spend time with people that you liked. So it's yeah. like today, just minus the sacrifice. Yeah, I guess yeah. we still kind of sacrifice, but whatever. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Um, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So yeah, so this was celebrated December seventeenth to the twenty third. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> and so, like I said, there was sacrificing. There was this one was very interesting, and I didn't really find too much why they did it, but I think it was just because they wanted to kind of like celebrate Christmas again. Um, but they mm-hmm. would switch roles between the master and the slaves. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. So say you were a master and you had X amount of people working for you in your house, whatever, then you would actually serve those people during this time. So this is where the idea of the Christ- Christmas bonus came from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How did you know it was tying into <laughs> <Yeah>. that? <laughs>
2: That's
1: um, kind of what it is. Yeah, no, honestly, it's, it's pretty close, but I thought that was very interesting because even the people that like had little to no money, their masters, like would actually buy them food, buy them really nice things. So Mm -hmm. they could be treated at the end of the year, um, which I thought was very cool because it's something that like, I don't, as far as I know, no other kind of, uh, uh, society did that at all, especially to like switch roles when, when people that are like below you are below you. you And so. Back then, it was like that was so taboo. But then they were That's doing crazy. it at the end of the year, which I thought was so sick. So that was with the Romans, correct? Yeah, we do are that. Romans. So yeah, I, that I was I just he, sorry. Go ahead.
2: I was just gonna say. I wonder if like their slaves were thought of as differently than like the slaves like pre Civil War in the U.S. Because I just don't imagine that ever happening mm-hmm. in the U.S. pre Civil War. You know, like. I don't. I don't know. I just. I wonder if they had slightly more. They actually thought of their slaves as human.
1: Yeah, I Maybe. definitely. I would agree. I think they definitely definitely did, and they probably saw that they, uh, um, like didn't just serve a purpose of like, like you're only here to be my help. You know. Yeah. It was definitely seen as more of a human role. Like, hey, I know that you have family at home. I know that you do this, and so mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like they probably saw that and said, "Well, you've been serving me so great." Sure, I'm gonna switch roles and and I'll serve you from for a day. You know that is kind of like I, I don't know. I mean, I'm
2: not condoning slavery, but I mean that is kind of kind of gives me warm fuzzies a little bit. That's kind of no,
1: cool. <laughs> honestly, I I and when I read it, I was like, actually, that's really cool. Like, obviously, I don't, I also, I'm not condoning slavery by yeah. any means, but I thought it was very interesting that the were like back then they were civilized enough to to think about like. Hey, these people deserve to be happy as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just all like, "Hey, do this for me, and then get the hell out of my face." It was like, "Hey, great." I'm sure there was times where it was like, "Do this for me, get the hell out of my face," but then yeah. at the end of the year, they were like, "Hey, you know what? You've done good this year. Let's party it up." You know, she have yeah.
0: been a good slave. Pat on the head.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, and it was very like I don't know. I can't. I can't imagine like that. People look down upon that. You know, especially being again being so taboo of a thing like if you were in that position if you were serving a master or something like that Mm -hmm. and then you you were able to reverse roles with them that would feel sick i'd be like oh dope you know i get to wear all these cool things and that was another big thing that they would make sure to to switch their clothing out for something like really nice and colorful yeah (laughs) because back then the more color you wore almost like the more popularity and, and money you had.
2: Yeah. I mean, that was a big thing back then because of how hard it was to, you know, everything's handmade, hand dyed, yeah. etc. Yeah. Like it's really hard to have, you know, fancy looking stuff because it's not just made by a machine or something, you know? So it's like, yeah, it was a big deal for someone to wear something like that.
1: Yeah. No, um, <clears> hundred percent. <throat> but beyond that, they would give gifts as uh, most of the time it was often very symbolic of a gift. So, like, they would give people, I don't know, they'd give them, like, a boar, which a boar throughout history would, like, symbolize, like, good, um, like, not crop, what is it? Um, Good, like, cattle year, essentially. Oh, really? And that was a big thing in the Norse, too, with uh, uh, Yule, that it would, like, there were some things that would signify, like, a really good, hey, you're going to have a bunch of cattle this upcoming year or Mm -hmm. something like that. Nice. Or, Or they would give gifts to say, Hey, you're going to be super fertile this year. So you're going to have kids, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I thought that was really cool. <laughs> They're like, get that away from me. I don't want kids. <laughs> yeah. No, throw that away. Get <laughs> it out of here. <laughs> get this out of my face. Be gone. Thought. And in
0: 2016.
1: 2016. Too much. Um, Sooty. So, um, and interestingly, they actually started giving gag gifts to each other then too. Really? Yeah. I didn't really see too much of like what the details were, what kind of gifts they were. But considering it was back in freaking AD or BC, I it was probably some crazy gag
2: gifts. Well, did you, so I, <laughs> I learned this in my research. The um, first gag gift was given in Africa, actually, and it was a white elephant. So that's why we have white elephant gifts. Really? Oh, really? No, I'm complete bs oh, oh, <laughs> But that yeah, would, be, that would cool. be cool. I should have I found out why. That <laughs> right. would be <been>
0: cool. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this.
2: (laughs) What's up? Am I
0: 2016 again? (laughs) Freaking the Vine, where the guy gets like slapped in front of the computer. He's like, oh, fuck. I can't
3: can't believe believe you've done this. this. (laughs) Damn. That's like my
0: number one (laughs) quote.
2: (laughs) <laughs> hell, bro. I love those videos. <laughs> oh, man. Dang, too much nostalgia. I'll, yeah. be, I'll put much. it away. Hey, Christmas really brings out the nostalgia. That's true. Yeah. It really does.
1: That's actually... In, and we'll discuss that at the very end of the episode. I got a little segment that I want to get over. Get Not get over. Go over. Um, But yeah, and then after the gag gifts, a lot of the kids, the younger kids, would actually receive gifts as well. Yeah. Um. Again, though, this was not to like... There was, there was no like thought of this magical person coming by and giving gifts to all these Mm -hmm. kids. It was just, it was kind of like everybody was in this like family, friend, you know, mood to like spend time with those people that you care about. Big sense
2: of community and everyone kind of is important here. Yeah,
1: exactly. I like that. Yeah. No, I thought it was really cool. Like I, I really liked how it was kind of presented back then. Mind you, I still love how it's presented now. Yeah, And obviously a lot of the, again, I'll sound like a broken record throughout this whole episode because a lot of the, the, the modern Christmas that we have now pulls a lot of things from all of these that traditions from way back when. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <clears throat> so Um, kind of move, move on from Roman, we go into uh, paganism and the ties between paganism and Christmas. Um, so paganism actually is one of the things that, uh, they, that we pull like a lot of our Christmas trees, like any evergreen stuff that we have decorated, like mistletoe, Mm -hmm. stuff like that is all from pagan ties. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So they would, uh, go and plant a lot of these evergreens again holly ivy fir trees and they were very common um, as as like a, a symbol of life because okay. it was because again and I don't know if uh, any of you guys remember but when we talked in our last episode the pagan paganism is very deeply rooted in like like worldly thing not
2: sorry nature
1: nature yeah okay yeah, yeah like world nature stuff and so to them anything that grew anything that was very like like a um sacred to them was very symbolic again and so this evergreen stuff was like very symbolic to showing a very fertile great land that would grow eventually into something wonderful and Mm so that's where we get like it's interesting because you think about it now and it's like a lot of us like go and chop down a tree,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know, we go and kill this thing that's supposed to like exactly show like life, basically. Right? It,
1: it's funny, and but the interesting thing is that again we derive all these things from way back when to make it somewhat like more acceptable or not acceptable, somewhat more like exciting and warm feeling now. You mm-hmm. know, which I thought was pretty cool. So that's sorry, go ahead. I was just
2: gonna say it's kind of funny that it ties clear back to here and like ultimately paganism and Romanism or the Romans, I guess, not Romanism, but mm-hmm. um, because I remember in church learning about how like oh, the trees are important because they point upward towards God and the yeah. candy cane is this, yeah. and like and like maybe some of it was true and maybe some of it wasn't, but I just remember they took everything from Christmas and just showed how it was like pointed towards God, but then like. All this stuff we've been doing since the beginning of Christmas like at first had nothing to do with God or Christianity. Yeah, It's only been in like the last couple hundred years that it's had anything to do with that.
1: Yeah. No, you're 100% right. And it's really weird how it's been so convoluted to evolve around this one being, you know, especially considering that a lot of uh, people out there don't actually really believe in this one being, you know. There's so many different belief systems out there that, yeah, I mean— you have other festivities that go on around September or September, December that um, are similar to Christmas, but sometimes may not be fully centered around Christ and stuff. Right. And so I think that's totally fair though for other, for other religions, other people, other communities to do that. um, Because it isn't all around Christ at all, you know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be so religious. Like, and I think, I believe we spoke about this in the last episode as well, but I would, I personally like Christmas is like a, I want to spend time with my family. I want yeah. to spend time with my friends, you know, enjoy their presence because not presents, pre- or sorry, not presents, presents. Yeah. Um. Because I love my friends. I love my family, you know, yeah. and that's the time to be together. And that's what I see Christmas more as is like a time for being with those you care about, you know?
2: Right, for sure.
1: Yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah, because like, I don't know. it's
0: It is like a special time. That's why like... You know, I'm just grateful for the time that we do, like, get together to do this podcast because Mm -hmm. I know we're all, like, super busy. And so then having, like, a holiday dedicated to do that with, like, your other friends and your family, too, is just something that's really, really nice, I would Mm -hmm. say, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially just because of how busy, like, life gets. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, It's crazy. I love, too, like, the... I don't know, I don't know if like not all the time and the older I get, the harder it is, but sometimes you get in this like Christmas zone or this Christmas mood or something. And you're just like, you know what? Like I, I'm behind this like peace on earth, goodwill to more towards men thing. Like, like everyone has something to offer and like, and that is generally not my disposition. I usually am like everyone's a freaking idiot and I hate everyone. I hear that. But, (laughs) but like, it's funny. Like it, it just gives you a time during the year to, appreciate like a little bit that everyone has to offer and right i appreciate that just because i'm such a negative person it's kind of you're not a negative (laughs) person you don't think
1: so no if you're a negative person i'm a
0: negative person
1: yeah yeah me too
0: you don't think i'm negative i mean i can be a fucking cunt sometimes but like
2: (laughs) (laughs) i I don't know if i'd go as far as just saying like i'm a negative person i guess i'm a negative person like in my personal life not as much in podcast but (laughs) no I don't think so my wife would beg beg to to differ (laughs) your wife would beg to differ she she really would
0: (laughs) nah nah. wives just like to argue no I'm just kidding I don't (laughs) said the only one that's not married (laughs) (laughs) literally I'm not married nor have I ever uh... not a wife well I can't say how yeah I've never had a wife if I did she'd probably kill me (laughs) her and the FBI together she's
2: like I heard he hasn't been paid his taxes
0: oh fuck (laughs) Just pull my dad. Oh. <laughs> Not pay taxes. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um,
1: so, yeah. So, during the pagan time, they uh, celebrated, like, the winter solstice during December 21st and 22nd. Because, obviously, those are the uh, uh, shortest and longest days of the year, like you were speaking earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then eventually, because, again, Christianity kind of changed it to say, well... Jesus Christ was born on December 25th. That's why I was moved Mm -hmm. later down the line. Um,
2: (laughs) That's so funny that someone made that claim and that it just caught on and it changed a whole holiday that's been happening forever. And they were just completely wrong. Yes,
1: like (laughs) yeah. It's and and I mean, I guess who's to say that they were completely wrong? I don't think that they are correct. I don't think we know exactly when Christ was born or if there was a Christ that was born, you know, I'd like to believe yes, because I do, I do want to like believe in something, you know, and if you don't want to, that's totally fine. That's, that's, um, your call and that's what you believe in. And that's totally great. Um, but what I choose to believe in, I wish I, I hope there's something out there, you know, but who's to say it was born. They were born during Christmas. What if they were born in freaking, I don't know, August, second who knows yeah.
2: we don't just doesn't have the same ring to it though now yeah. since you know culturally <laughs> everything's december 25th yeah like yeah i'd screw up hallmarks plans <laughs> for real though <laughs> big time don't put them we out screw. of business <laughs> yeah. we don't want big
0: hallmark coming down on us god bless <laughs> hallmark big hallmark <laughs> big pharma big hallmark, like, big pharma. <laughs> big hallmark. <laughs> oh big hallmark in the sky
2: <laughs> Please don't take my Christmas cards. Please no. Uh, 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 uh,
1: so yeah, another sorry, another big thing that was uh, pulled, and it was mainly from the pagan tradition of gift giving. Um, or sorry, another big thing that was pulled for Christmas that we currently have now is gift giving. That mm-hmm. was mainly pulled from the pagan tradition. Gotcha. Um, so that was a very uh, a very common practice was to exchange gifts during that winter season during the. Uh, um, um, solstice and stuff. yeah, again, it was they were all about symbolism. And so these gifts that they would give were very symbolic of like having a, like a wonderful life, blah 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 this and that. And so mm-hmm. Christianity eventually takes a look at this and says, oh, that's why the uh, uh, wise man brought these gifts to Christ, mm-hmm. you know, is because they wanted to symbolize like, oh, hey, these are all these wonderful like nice things mm-hmm. to give to this baby, you know. Um, and that's kind of like where we got the idea now, modern Christmas to give gifts to each other. But it was mainly back then it was to like, Hey, I want to wish you good and prosperous, like crop yield, you know, kind of
2: makes sense why people say like happy holidays or Merry Christmas or stuff. Like, it's like you're wishing when you say that you're basically telling someone like, I hope stuff goes well for you. Uh Uh, So it's like kind of the same tradition. It's just kind of been, um, you know, like, kind of all wrapped into one ball. Yeah. Of like, instead of taking these more separate beliefs, we just like have them mashed it all into one.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree with you. <clears throat> okay, so now to kind of dive into some more of the Norse. Uh. uh what? What's the word? Norse like? <laughs> Why am I just tradition? Tr- like tradition but like where we pulled our insp- Norse inspiration from okay. like a, like where we adapted these kind of traditions and stuff and this was this one is very interesting to me um I feel like we mainly pulled from the Norse and like the the Yule uh, mm-hmm. night and stuff because of a lot of the things that we do now tie in like perfectly to what or sorry a lot of the things that yes tie in perfectly to like their tradition back then yeah so North, Norse celebration of Yule was a very significant event for a lot of people. It was mainly in Scandinavia, um, and it was very, uh, again, a lot of these things and rituals that they did were all very um, uh, symbolic yeah. of stuff, especially for Norse. Um, as you know, like Norse mythology is huge. It's right. very symbolic. It's very important to the people, and a lot of the things that they did during this time was all based around symbolism of having, like, a good, again, good crop yield, having a uh, pros- prosperous, like, family, having, yeah. like, wealth, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of the Yule tradition um, uh, surrounding the Norse was very centered around the uh, symbolism of everything. Mm-hmm. So, here's some of the things that they would celebrate during Yule. So, there's a lot of feasting. So, it was a com- big communal feast. So the way this, the way I imagined this was like, you know how they have um, their like common house, yeah. And mm-hmm. so I, I always imagined it to be like they all go into this common house and they all gather like different communi- communities and stuff, and they do this huge, big long feast mm-hmm. of a bunch of like meats, fruits, whatever, whatever you might want to have. i do a like, month
0: long feast of meat. What do you mean? That was a sexual joke.
1: Oh, <laughs> I was like what? <laughs> Are you like keto or something? <laughs> uh, that no. seriously was good. Because isn't that keto like essentially only protein and stuff? I think Just so. No carbs. No I think. carbs. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's immediately what went to my brain, was like, keto? What dude, you you're keto about? now? Congrats. Hey, yeah. Dude, Yeah, you know, I, I don't I'm think you keto need keto. to lose weight, <laughs> yeah, <bro>. If anything, <laughs> you, you look pretty slim right yeah, now. Like, it, you don't need to lose weight. Well,
2: yeah. My
0: 110 pounds isn't enough.
2: Jeez. <laughs> I think if anything, you need to pack the carbs and anything you can, <laughs> like, just mainline sugar. And- I can't
1: remember, dude. I was 110 pounds like 10 years ago. Damn. Yeah.
2: I was The last time I was 110 pounds was third grade dead ass damn yeah no yeah well i was chunky though remember oh yeah so i was like third grade and then up in eighth grade i was like 160 um but i was like 411 and now i'm 165 160 depending on the day
1: nice the I heaviest lose i've some.
2: ever been
0: is like 136 that, that
2: was, really what yeah. was that
0: and i had to change like shirts from a small to a medium
2: <sighs> wow you when was that bastard
0: that was <laughs> oh my god <laughs> That was back, um, it was last year in uh, July, even earlier in July, it's because my ex made me eat all the time. We'd go out and get food and it'd be like a pizza and I'd be like, oh, I'm full. And then he'd be like, no, you're going to fucking eat this pizza before the night's over. And I'd be
2: like, yes, daddy. Wow. (laughs) Yes, daddy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's not super
1: healthy. <laughs> no, that no. is very, very unhealthy relationship. It was behaviors. a bad
0: relationship. That's why like when I tell you guys like these things and you're just like, mm, that was a
2: bad situation. <laughs> yeah, that's that, horrible. That reminds me of my stepbrother. Um, the oldest one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say his name, but mm-hmm. he, he like has, he, he's has the weirdest things about dating. Mm-hmm. And one of his things is um, he expects his date to eat all their food what because he's like well i paid for it if they're not considerate enough to order ah. only what they can uh, what they can eat then they're wasting my money and i just don't want someone who's like wasteful like that and i'm like dude i guess i'm just, just getting the appetizer yeah <laughs> I, I mean i just <laughs> yeah <for real. laughs> i'm like sort of the cheapest thing just, for one thing like first dates people are like nervous to eat a lot in front yeah. of other people i think hundred yeah, percent like Especially, you know, I don't expect every woman can eat, like, restaurant size portions. Like, restaurants have big Mm -hmm. portions a lot of times. So, yeah, I'm just like, and then he's like, but I want someone who's super skinny, too. And you're like... Wow, what an unrealistic (laughs) expectation.
1: That's so crazy.
2: Also, the stupidest thing ever. I've never once looked at how much my wife has eaten and thought you should have eaten more. You wasted that. I'm that, like, yeah, just listen to your body. Eat what you feel. Yeah,
1: There's literally most everybody has take home boxes. So like, yeah, just yeah, take it home. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, leftovers. Cool. You yeah. Know, I love leftovers.
0: No, Stupid. leftovers don't exist, bro. You didn't eat it. You're wasting. it. It's going into the trash.
3: <laughs>
2: I never eat leftovers. Anymore. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, so yeah, so, there was uh, m- many feasts, yeah, um, and again, there was uh, these feasts were to like express um, gratitude and stuff for the harvest that came this last year. They're like the year prior to, um, and then it was to like celebrate a what they call a promise of a returning sun. Yeah, meaning again, it's at the end of the year, and so you have your longest day, longest night, and um, mm-hmm. and so. The, they would celebrate the sun rising. And this is kind of where the 12 days of Yule comes into play. And right. I'm yeah. kinda, I'll hit on that in just a second. Um, and then they would obviously have, with many Norse tradition, sacrifices. And it was a lot of animal sacrifices. So it was a common um, practice for the Norse to sacrifice animals on Yule, uh, like boars. And again, this would symbolize a lot of fertility and abundance of crop yield and uh, they were mainly sacrificed during that time for Yule because it was believed that um, there was this, that that Odin would go on this big hunt. And if you sacrificed, oh, yeah. yeah, if you, and, and the Norse mythology, everybody feared Odin a lot. No, yeah. oh, feared slash loved, you know, because if you're, if you're doing something bad, Odin's going to get you. But if you do something great, you go to uh, Valhalla. Valhalla right? Yeah. with Odin. And so. That was a very common thing to hey, let's sacrifice these boars because Odin's gonna go on his big hunt and if we have all these boars sacrificed, great, he's gonna be able to get his his boars and have a great hunt. So did they believe that their sacrifice went to his hunt and essentially, like, yeah.
2: That's that's kind of I guess we do a lot of silly things, but it's silly to think like this all powerful being needs us as like these little tiny humans to sacrifice these things so he can kill them. Yeah. Like for real versus like, you don't think he can just like make this stuff work. Cause mm-hmm. he's like powerful.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think. am God. Uh-huh. But, but at the end of the day too, is like, like it's all about, I mean, most of Christianity now is very centered around faith, right? You have faith that, um, God's going to be able to do all these things, but you also have to put into it, you know? And so I think that was the same thought that they had then, is like, well, we have faith in Odin that he's going to be able to give us, like, a great crop, but we also need to give back to Odin, you know, for his big hunt. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I guess I'm being a little cynical. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) no, I think, but it's important to, like, call those things out because it is, I mean, it is very interesting, like, why why do it that way when you don't even know? But again, it's just all Mm faith-centered, you know? Um, <coughs> I never would have made it to Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> Me
2: neither. <laughs> um, <Same>. So, <laughs> I'm going to the opposite of
0: Valhalla, like Norse hell. Norse,
1: is I don't anything. know. Uh, there, it probably is a thing. I don't know what it would be called. Valhalla
2: probably... vlog. <laughs> it's Valhalla backwards.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, there <laughs> I'm <just> you go. <laughs> kidding. That makes sense. Um, so there was also the yule blót. Um, the yule blót was also a religious ritual involving sacrifices and offerings to the gods. Um, It was more performed to seek blessing for the uh, upcoming year, also to have a good harvest, and um, uh, to ask Odin for, uh, um, like, honor, essentially. Oh, gotcha. So that was the time that they offered all these things to hopefully get honor, and if you, like, were bestowed this honor, then you would be this great person this next year. Uh um, So... Did they practice giving gifts to
2: each other, or was it more centered around giving things to Odin?
1: Um, so they do give gifts to each other, and a lot of it was centered around giving it to the gods. Again, mm-hmm. Norse Norse mythology is very centered around all these gods that um they prayed to, or or uh, like centered their lives around. You know, there's a particular god for everything that you do. Yeah, and yeah. so. Yes. A lot of it was to sacrifice and give gifts to gods and leave things out there because they wanted to. Um, and it, again, it sounds really funny, but when you're in that environment back then, when we don't really, and we don't even know better now, you know, back then it was more traditional to say, Hey, there's a God for a uh, good crop. There's a God for a lot of water or, mm-hmm. or a water God or something, you know? Makes so makes everything a- so like
0: inconvenient. It's like who's the water God again? Or who's the grass God versus, like, Christianity. It's like, there's one God.
1: But when everything's centered around that one aspect of your, like, life, you know, it's like you're probably going to remember those gods relatively quick. Right. Very easily. And so um, you pray to these gods, you give to these gods to hopefully be in their favor so they bless you, you know. Well, and, like,
2: you know, everything back then was so much more – their livelihood – or just living and being able to eat was so much more dependent on um, stuff that was completely out of their control, like a crop mm-hmm. season yeah. or whatever. Um, now so, we got fucking factory farms. Yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, it's it's way more
0: in our control now. Mm-hmm. My English paper was on factory farms and about how it impacts the local environment. And you guys don't even know. Oh,
1: sick. That's pretty dope, actually. <laughs> yeah. I did a research paper on whether or not uh, plastic bags or um, paper bags are better for the environment. What was the answer? Plastic. Really? Yeah.
2: Because of what the, the way They degrade made.
1: a lot faster. Plastic does? Mm-hmm. Then That's... then Than your cardboard bag, huh. or cardboard, your uh, paper bags and stuff. The more you know. Yeah, you can recycle paper a lot faster, obviously, but if it's going to a landfill, plastic, especially the way that they're developing it now, um, and actually, <laughs> this is a big, big tangent, but... Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, but so we're going to do a world war ii segment here in the next month and a half or so um so i've been trying to get prepped because it's going to be a big long segment and it's going to be very difficult to kind of flesh out all the details but um it was very interesting to kind of hit this this uh, one segment of it was actually in world war ii when the big rise of plastic use was it was like huge damn and if it weren't for for World War II, we honestly probably wouldn't have a lot of the things and technologies that we have now. Yeah. Um because it pushed things to advance. Yes, exactly. It pushed things like in an astronomical amount to yeah. advance. From being very like um almost like very linear thinking where it's just straight, you yeah. know, to being like this exploded, more broad view of like, hey, plastic is a very, very um uh an unutilized composite yeah that mm-hmm. we can now utilize greatly in everything we're doing yeah. like it's very versatile very, very 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 versatile so a lot of like uh soldiers helmets were actually had like carbon um embedded with or carbon sorry uh plastic embedded with them uh-huh. a lot of the jackets that they were wearing were all had plastic jackets and stuff like that damn but a big side effect to that was actually because of the way they were manufacturing plastics then they do they did not biodegrade very well Oh, gotcha. And so that's been a big thing for us now is like trying to find ways that we can develop plastics, develop different type of uh, composites to be able to biodegrade a lot more. Yeah, And plastic bags are a big one where we use those so often that they've been able to develop ways that they can biodegrade these plastic bags. I think I was, and don't quote me on this because I don't remember exactly what the date or how long the time was, but for a plastic bag to degrade in like soil and stuff, Mm -hmm. it was only like, I want to say it was only like a. I might be wrong on this, so again, don't call me. But it was like 150 days or something. Oh like wow! That. And but um, a cardboard like a uh, I keep saying cardboard, but like a paper paper mm-hmm. um bag would biodegrade in like two or three, two to five years or something like that. Crazy, really? Yeah. And so, but the thing is, again, if people are doing it the right way, where they're throwing that into the recycling bin or whatever, what have you. Um, they can take care of it a lot faster and yeah. then make something else, some it. other use out of it. Right. And so that's where it kind of differs is like, sorry, again, this is a huge tangent, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's where it kind of differs is like the, pl- uh, the paper bag would be utilized a lot quicker yeah. rather than a plastic bag, but a plastic bag will degrade a lot faster in a, like a, uh, a big landfill. Okay. Like so anyway, Interesting. B- big, big, that tangent, but, um, it's all right. Was pretty Where were we? Interesting. <laughs> um, oh, we were talking about the gods. Yes, I remember now. Yes. Okay. Um, My <laughs> <so> bad. <laughs> I think I think you were saying something. I would, Parker, I don't remember if you. Uh, do you remember what you, you were talking about?
2: Um. Nah. That's all right. That's okay.
1: Sorry, guys. Um. Big long tangent. But so to move on. <clears throat> um. So yeah, and then uh, in Norse. They also used a lot of the evergreen decorations because it was, again, they were very centered around a lot of the... They also had very pagan beliefs as well. There's yeah. more natural and earth and stuff like that. Um, but this is where we get to the wild hunt is what it's called. And that's what uh, Norse or Odin would go on. Uh-huh. So it was, it was believed that the god Odin was... Um, Accompanied by a bunch of other these, uh, a bunch of these other deities and supernatural beings, and they rode through the night sky during Yule. Um, the concept of the wild hunt was definitely influenced by a lot of the folklore around, a lot of the oral like communication and stories and stuff. But it was, mm-hmm. it was used to kind of like, again, as like a, um, like a cautionary tale at times mm-hmm. to tell like kids, well, be good do your sacrifices or whatever you know so odin will treat you well mm-hmm. otherwise he's gonna come get you was there any um and and because
2: i've heard other myths about the wild hunt where mm-hmm. people say like you know the you'll be taken and you have to join the wild hunt did yeah. do you know is there any like um norse mm-hmm. mythology that, or is that like twisted with other supernatural
1: things i don't unfortunately i uh i probably should have done a little more research regarding the wild hunt but eh, it's not really super christmas no sounding, i think that's but... it i mean it's very interesting to think about as well and i think it would be very cool to find a little more detail regarding the in, like the wild hunt in general mm-hmm. um but yeah I, unfortunately i don't have that information right now it's all good it
2: was from teen wolf anyway so it probably <laughs> it probably wasn't accurate no
1: i think but honestly I, i'm sure you're probably right i think that show definitely did its research like i can't imagine they were just pushing things out just to push it out you know so um maybe yeah we're... that doesn't sound like hollywood yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> um okay so yeah after um uh, and again these are kind of just the things that went on during yule and in regard to the norse um, but there was also gift giving, like we stated earlier, uh, a lot of it was all handmade crafts or tokens of, um, like important people within the community mm-hmm. or important yeah. like, uh, figures within the whole kind of Scandinavian like areas. You uh-huh. know? So if you, if there was like, if you were a f- magnificent hunter and say mm-hmm. you killed a deer or something and then you got an antler from it, mm-hmm. you could give that as a gift and say, hey, I'm a great hunter. Here's this deer antler. To like a leader or something like that? To anybody. Oh, to anybody. Yeah, yeah. Because oh. you could be like this um, this uh, figure, this important figure, and then you give the gift. It would be like an honor to receive from you. Oh, I
0: essentially. gotcha. Essentially. Or... Thank you for your uncle. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Or, or like, say Brennan accent. (laughs) Say (laughs) something wrong. Something wrong. Something wrong. What was the other one? Oh, man, that was so... Wee too low. My favorite was... (laughs) Holy (laughs) fook. So
2: effed. My favorite was the boom, bang, ow,
1: or whatever (laughs) that was. How could you get that so wrong? Oh, that's so crazy to me. Um, but yeah, say Brennan, you were like a, just like part of the village and you came across like this token or something with somebody's face on it. that was really, uh, an important figure. Yeah. Right? And then you gave that to me. Like that would be saying, Hey, I value you a lot. Yeah. Like here's this really cool thing from a very prominent figure. Oh, okay. You know? And so that was the kind of gift giving that they did. You know, mm-hmm. it, it didn't necessarily have to be something like really magnificent like yeah. oh here's a uh, freaking brand new sword it could be something as simple as here is a patch of clothes yeah that this r- warrior wore.
0: okay you know? so it's more like the significance rather than the thing itself
1: right it's yeah it's, mm. it's, a, it's a, exactly that's a great way to put it yeah yeah it's great um <clears throat> so here we go into the 12 nights of yule <laughs> so Yule celebrations extended over twelve nights, each night holding its own significance. Uh, its time was for re- revelry, storytelling, and sharing of traditions. And that was again. This is where they would they would start the fire, the Yule fire. And uh, I'll go into this here in just a second because I thought the the Yule log is what they call it. it was very cool. And a lot of the symbolism behind the Yule log, like, is sweet. Yeah, it's very cool. So I'll show you, I'll show you, or I'll I'll talk about that here in just a second. Um, And then again, boards were used a lot during this time because of just of what they meant, what it was centered around. Yeah. So the Yule log, it was a, a big recognition of the winter solstice and a gradual return of the longer days. Families would engage in communal activities and bringing home the large log. And it was very often chosen for its size and symbolic significance. You know what else is chosen for its side? Watermelons. For its, did you say size or side? Size. Oh, they said side. I was like, what? No. Watermelon size? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not really though. You can it's get the a way really they nice sound. Yeah, yeah. You gotta slap that. Well, slap actually, that melon, boy. <laughs> actually, <laughs> you know, side may may make more sense. Yeah. Because you know how they say like. You should look for the watermelon with the side that has the most like yellow and and scratched up parts. Yeah, because the birds like know what the best watermelon is, and so oh really? Yeah, so so because they know what the best watermelon is, they'll try to get into that. And so the ones that are beat up the most on like that one side, yeah, that means that those are gonna be the best watermelons to choose. What'd okay. be funny
2: is if the birds don't know what the heck they're doing and <laughs> they're just scratching. <laughs> you crap just up. one that's
1: completely like white on the inside. You're like. <laughs> they will be like a little tiny part in the <laughs> These centers. birds don't oh know. My gosh. Dumbasses. <laughs> I got so the dumb. special ed
0: birds. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, that just put me in hell and got me canceled, guys. But I, I couldn't resist. You're I'm not so going sorry. to Valhalla.
2: Right. Yeah. No That's, Valhalla is for you. pretty funny. We weren't going to make it anyways. <laughs> Fair uh, enough.
1: So this Yule <laughs> log, after it was picked, um, again, it had to be very large because it needed to still like... Be lit over the twelve day, days, ideally. Yeah. Um. So it was put right into the center again of these like, uh, um, community places. Yeah. Of that big fire pit, and on the night of the winter solstice, would uh, that would be the kind of cue for the Yule festivities. Okay. And they would light the light the log, and it it uh what, it, what the symbolism behind lighting the log is is to light it over the darkness of the night. Yeah. So they could engage or they could gradually go into like the longer nights. Oh, gotcha. that makes sense. So, and right as soon as the log was lit, that's when essentially when all the festivities would start and they would go from night, day, night, day. They just never stopped. Yeah, dude, can you imagine? That would be so sick. That would be exhausting. It would be very exhausting. But I'm sure tough. there were so
2: many hammered people. There's no way they weren't like passing out <laughs> drunk and then waking up and then drinking more <laughs> and real. then throwing yeah. up and then drinking more. Dude, it it's would my be kind awesome. Of party. Mm. Honestly,
1: I would love that. Like, I think it would be really cool because because the thing is that like I'm sure <laughs> how it would go would be really dope for like four days. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then and then people kind of start to like mellow out for probably like four days or so, and then on that eighth day, everyone's like. Uh, yeah, I'm back in. We're this. ramping it up again. <laughs> Another like, four days, they start going. Hangover's hangover. gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it took me four days to get over that hangover. <laughs>
2: That'd be so. sick. I don't know why all the freaking Vikings died from liver failure. <laughs> um, <laughs> For real.
1: <laughs> so the uh, again, like the reason they want to have it really big is because they wanted the Yule log to burn continuously through the whole celebration, the twelve days, um, and in some nights it definitely or some some logs would definitely burn through that full 12 days. And uh, the longer the log burned symbolized also um, longer days in spring, right? So because you want to have the longer days to be able to crop, build Mm -hmm. your crops, like build whatever, hunt, whatever. And so the longer the log burned, the longer days you would have in the future. It's like
2: a good omen.
1: Yeah, essentially, mm-hmm. and so, and if you didn't get it to burn throughout the whole event, that meant your days weren't going to be as long, and it's so stressful, right? Yeah. And that's why the symbolism of picking, making sure to pick this wonderful log that was huge to burn through all these days was like so important to them, you know.
2: I'm just like I'm just basically picturing a tree, like, yeah, like a not much tree. of a log. Yeah. It's probably like a thousand year old tree that they just chopped in like they cut the top quarter off and then hacked it up at the bottom and Uh then just threw it in there
1: just slapped it in yeah and you're and that could be it i don't um i should have like tried to see or done more research into what kind of like how big the logs and stuff were um but i just was so kind of infatuated by like oh that's so interesting yeah like that they they value the the burning yeah you know of how long it would burn so much Mm-hmm. You know, the symbolism behind it is just so interesting.
2: I just think that'd be that'd be really cool, though, to, to like, what
1: a challenge to be able to try to find something that's going to burn for 12 days. Yeah, dude, can you imagine how heavy that would have been, too? Because they were probably looking for the most dense logs they could find. Oh, yeah. yeah. And wood yeah. was
2: supposedly more dense back then than yeah. it yeah, is now. Yeah,
1: exactly. I would yeah. 100% like to
0: find a log that will burn for a while, but, like, I would never want my log to burn for a while.
1: Like a poop or your wiener? My wiener, <laughs> just the <ways>. My wiener. <laughs> I'm really trying
0: to land with like one of these jokes, but I, I inspire more questions than I do laughs. I just don't
2: know where you're headed, so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> <This year>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. Um, keep trying. They'll land. Yeah, you'll land.
1: One of these will land. I'm just hoping. <laughs> Um, so this one was a very, very interesting. So there's a big symbolism regarding the sparks that came off the wood. Oh, really? Yeah. So the sparks that were emitted by burning the Yule log were also believed that they would carry a, a very special significance with the upcoming, upcoming births of cattle and stuff or animals. Yeah. So Jeez. every spark represented a new life, particularly in the boars, calves, pigs. Kind of like the the things that they really centered their beliefs around. And they're like livestock and stuff. Right. And so any spark that they would count or coming out. That's how many new animals they they believed they would have that following year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Isn't that crazy, dude? Can you imagine? I wonder if there was like jobs. Somebody just like, hey, sit there and watch. Count how many sparks there are. Did you get that one? Oh, shit. Shut up. Oh, shit. I missed like 10. I can't count past 10. (laughs) You know this. I've only got 10 (laughs) fingers. (laughs) That'd be so funny dude. Um I would hate that job actually. Yeah, that'd be boring. That would suck. <laughs> that would suck so bad. Um and then again this sort the, of the sparks also would be very uh connected to like humans as well. Yeah. So like the more sparks there were, the more like fertility there would be throughout the uh community and the the tribe and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. And then the other thing that the log would also um would also signify was the old year kind of like over once the Uh log is done burning, that's the old year over and then the new year begins. So it was more of like a renewal and hope that things would change. Right. And this is also kind of where it ties into our new year, making your new year resolution, right? Um, You have this whole year to kind of better yourself and do better. And then you have a time to reflect upon what, what kind of went on. And so, once you reflect you can make these changes and make these uh new um what's it called like uh one of those new resolutions oh yeah just
0: kind of those goals that we never keep but we pretend like we're going to exactly
1: (laughs) but that's kind of like i'm
0: gonna exercise more (laughs) yeah 50 pounds later what (laughs) somehow i gained weight
1: that was 50 pounds of muscle
0: bro yeah oh hells yeah (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. My twinkie muscle. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. It landed. It landed. Oh, nice. There we go. The nice. eagle has Boom. landed. <laughs> <Slep>. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, did nice. it. I loved it. <laughs> God bless America. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, so, it's better than getting off.
1: What the hell? <laughs> uh, so sexual. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. The other thing too, with the, or sorry, yes. A lot of these other traditions that the Norse would hold were also very tied into our new year celebrations as well. Again, like many of these, you can probably see how they tie in um, to what we do for new years as well. Mm -hmm. I kind of just repeated exactly what I said, just in different manner. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So yeah. um, Once, christians kind of took over though the yule log almost so to them to the norse yule log was like sun again when the sun would come by and then um it started to become very convoluted and be part of like when christ was born right and so Mm -hmm. they again they wanted to center instead of like the log being the source of like when sun is coming and when sunlight's coming and stuff Was they tried to change it to be Christ is your light, right? Uh huh. Which I found that's actually really cool. Yeah, I found well, I was kind of frustrated at first because I was like, Man, they just tried to change everything to center around Christ again, you know? Right, which is like, it's
2: fine if you want to center things around Christ, but I feel like where your frustration probably was coming from is that you're like. They had their tradition, and you just, like, jumped on top of it, kind and of. And called it something completely yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You mean they pulled a Christopher Columbus?
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just found something that people were already on and just took it over? Hey, guys. Yep, exactly. The stuff over here, let's
1: take it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Now I'm going to move into kind of, ex- not exactly, but really where a lot of the, like, uh, Christian um, inspirations came from mm-hmm. and tie them back into kind of what we've been going over this entire episode. So, um, it was in the fourth century, actually, that Christians kind of decided to choose the 25th for the official date of Christmas. Yeah. And it was, it was to signify Christ's birth, Jesus Christ's birth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then many of the, uh, pagan, uh, like tradition was also moved to, instead of being on the winter solstice, which was the, um, Around the seventeenth to twenty third, they essentially moved everything back to the twenty fourth and the twenty fifth, mm-hmm. and then the adoption of the Yule tradition, uh, particu- particularly, um, mostly the celebration of the twelve days of Yule, um, was adopted by the Christian Christians, like, again for twelve days of Christmas and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> And then the other interesting thing that I, I actually was a uh, very – and this is, again, like where they pulled the Yule log and yeah. they really just convoluted it and made it seem like it was nothing to do with like, hey, we're going to have a really great uh, upcoming spring. It was more like look to God to find your – or look to Christ to find your like light and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and again, I don't want to like bag on anything anything that – um we're saying now i was just a little frustrated and i want to reiterate this i was a little frustrated by how they changed it you know yeah yeah and i I can totally understand if that's where people are finding their light that's great yeah you know i think it's important to believe in what you want to believe in but i also think it's important to be able to distinguish between like I don't know. You don't want to take somebody else's tradition and just completely change it, making it your own, like we discussed earlier, so. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, and then oh yes, and then this is where the um, emphasis on a lot of the nativity as well uh, came to fruition was again in the 19th century um, because they didn't want people to just randomly gift gifts and and like just say, hey, God was bo- or Christ was born on the 25th. They came up with an. The, they didn't come up with the nativity. Sorry. Again, they didn't come up with the nativity. It was part of their tradition saying that Christ was born on this day and a bunch of people came together to celebrate this, this like wonderful birth. Right. You know? And so they started centering around nativity, showing like um pictures and stuff or telling stories about it. Yeah. And this is, like, kind of where they got the idea of yeah. bringing everybody together, you know, mm-hmm. to celebrate with family, celebrate with friends, blah, 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 this and that. And So
2: so they're basically like, hey, when Christ was born, you know, we have this idea of this nativity. All these people came together and they gave Christ gifts. So, like, we're going to do that. We're going to come together and give each other gifts, like, in sim- symbolism. Of like right. showing gratitude for or excitement for this like wonderful birth, basically.
1: Right. Exactly. And again, the the Christian idea behind it was like we want everything to center around Christ. You know? Yeah. And so for Yule, for the Roman and for the pagan tradition, it was all mostly like, Hey, we wanna come and celebrate each other almost. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. We wanna go in and celebrate Well, I guess in the Norse was a little bit differently because they had like other gods and stuff. Yeah. But a lot of it was like, hey, we want to celebrate each other and we want to hope for a great year, upcoming
2: year, you know? seemed like there's a lot of um, hope and good feelings that were kind of, um, I guess, thrown out there Mm -hmm. or given to everyone. Like it was like a time for celebration and and hope and and joy. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And so, but then it was kind of turned to like, you can't have joy in other people. You, you have to kind of have joy in Christ, I guess.
1: Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, and I think we spoke about this on our last episode too, that a lot of the, uh, um, like the ties with Krampus yeah. and Christmas were pretty severed when uh, the Christian church, like the the, Christianity really took over Christmas yeah. um, because they didn't want anything to do with like the devil, you know? Right, right. The, because Krampus signified, and the way like he's depicted, he signifies a very devilish looking creature, you know? Yeah. And so they didn't want any ties to be with that. And it's the same with this, you know? Although it might be around friends and family, ideally in the, in the like their cr- Christmas, the Christian Christmas is like, centered around Christ. Right. And so that was their intention behind like doing the, like saying there's a nativity that comes around, like the nativity scene and the whole idea that the people came to celebrate the birth is to center around this one individual. Yeah. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. It is interesting.
0: I think a lot of it is just kind of, I don't know. We do a lot of this stuff and we don't realize like why, Um, but then it gets to the point to where it's like, oh, we actually have to really think about this and get more into this versus (laughs) just like going through the motions. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually where I want to hit on next is just kind of like, what is the modern look of Christmas now? You know, obviously all of us celebrate Christmas and I'm sure a majority of our listeners probably do, but there's also other people that don't celebrate Christmas, you know? And so I kind of wanted to hit on like, how is the older kind of tradition and older, even Chris, Chris, Christmas, like Christian tradition, yeah. kind of uh, moved to how it is now. Yeah. So, again, the evergreen, like, decorations from the pagan tradition and the Norse tradition has really made its way into what we do with, like, the trees and the, uh, um, what are those called? The bales? What are those called? Not bales, like the ornaments. Not ornaments. It's like a, um, like what you cut off a tree, and you. It, it just kind of like, like the mistletoe? holly, mistletoe. No, oh, man, trick. I can't remember. Bales, bale, bales. A branch. It's a, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's a. It's like a small <laughs> branch, but people like use it to decorate and stuff.
0: Oh, 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 oh! I know what you're talking about. Oh. Yeah. Um, I
1: can't remember the name. I don't know
0: the name, but, like, they'd make it all twirly over, like, the fireplace and shit.
1: Yeah, like, but yeah. it's from, like, a tree. Like, and it's, it's like, pine and gr- yeah. greens and stuff, you know. I totally
2: know what you're talking about, but my mind is spacing. Yeah, too. I, I can't, can't believe it. it stumped all three of us. Yeah, yeah, I don't know.
1: I'm sure, hopefully, one or you guys. The, there's, like, people, like, know.
2: these idiots. Yeah, you guys are <laughs> dumbasses. <Yeah. laughs> um, we know.
1: <laughs> yeah, we know. We know. We already know. Um, but yeah, that was a very, very common thing that we do now, obviously. I, and most people have Christmas trees in their homes. And if you don't, I mean, that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, but that is a very common tradition with most people that celebrate Christmas. You have the Christmas tree, Santa comes in, puts the Christmas, or presents under the Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, too, is really where we get our main days, 25th, 24th, and 25th, was from the Roman and the Yule tradition of the winter solst- solstice. As well as the um, the uh, sorry, I just forgot the name. Um, the Roman name. tradition, the Sart- Sart- the oh. Saturn thing. Yes. Oh. Uh, sorry, guys. Saturnalia. Saturn Saturnalia. Oh yeah, Saturnalia. wow! Saturnalia. I was just You're guessing. Very close. I- <laughs> <coughs> very close. There's so, so
0: much to Christmas that I just didn't even realize, dude.
1: And that's the, that's also what I would have mentioned is like. Again, like when we're when uh, when we were doing our research, like I don't think any of us expected that there's this much behind like the tradition of Christmas. No,
2: I kind of um, thought it was just like Saint Nicholas, three hundred and whatever AD or whatever he started at, and yeah. like he's putting toys and shoes and junk. We, well, we hit <laughs> yeah. that on on yeah. Krampus, but uh-huh. like that's kind of what I was expecting. I didn't know that it it just like stemmed from clear back to all of these basically, um, beliefs on people wanting a, a, a good crop year so they could survive. I right. mean, it really all comes down to like them just wanting to meet their basic needs and hoping and praying <laughs> yeah. that the things out of their control work for them yep. this year. So
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very, uh, it's very interesting how it kind of all, uh, comes together in the end. There's a few other things. Um, yeah, but they're not so important. Obviously I, I think we've been hitting on this point pretty repetitively throughout the whole episode is it like all of these things that were traditions back then and i didn't even hit on all of them there's so many other things that we could have hit on i wanted to hit on the more important ones um or at least what i found important yeah um but there's so many things that kind of bring us together to have this one central, sorry, not one central because there's many different things that people celebrate, but right at the end of the year, most all of us get together with family and friends. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things that came to fruition to, um, or sorry, there's a lot of things that came in order or came to alignment to bring this to fruition for us. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, it's a, that's pretty much like where I wanted to end, uh, really the main origin of christmas uh-huh. right um but i did want to close out yeah. asking you guys some questions because i thought okay. it'd be sick okay um okay so i got i got eight questions for you guys and we can run down through them okay so what are your go-to holiday comfort foods turkey mashed potatoes gravy really i feel like that would be more christmas or more uh thanksgiving it's year round well, for me. I guess I, I mean I guess it is holiday, so we can consider it to be like, yeah, that's definitely I mean in the in the uh realm of what we're talking about. So yeah. Yeah. What about you, Parker? Uh Little Caesars. No shit. Well so delicious. So
2: uh I love pizza. My yeah, me too. My um wife's family does this really cool thing on Christmas Eve where everyone brings like their One of the like their favorite food or whatever, Mm -hmm. and we just have like this big, like random buffet, and like Like there's like
1: a big big ass potluck,
2: yeah. And so it's like, whoever you know, um, whoever really likes, uh, like, like I always bring little Caesars, but I feel bad because it's on Christmas Eve, and yeah, people are working, so we get it, (laughs) gotta make that money, yeah. So it's like, we'll get, I'll bring pizza usually for me, and then like. My brother in law, he loves like wingers, so he'd bring wings oh, from dude, wingers. I love wingers. <laughs> so it's like kind of a cool tradition. We like all bring our um favorite foods and like mm-hmm. we all just like piece off of everyone's favorite foods and like there's some like freaking good food that's there. That's awesome. Yeah, nice. that's pretty cool. That's
1: actually sick.
2: Yeah. So um that um mm-hmm. so that's why I say little Caesars, but honestly, I just I'm just down for anything besides turkey and mashed potatoes <laughs> truly i'm not a fan but that's piss okay off. <laughs> i'm just kidding
1: <laughs> you just piss uh, uh, off, dude. Uh, sorry Nice good job my uh my wife's family actually does something similar on thanksgiving they yeah. have like everybody sign up to bring a pie okay and so there's uh there's like a ton of pie options when you show uh-huh. up so it's pretty cool because fun you, if you wanted to you could just omit everything else and just have pie i'm down yeah. for that <laughs> that's dope um Okay, now we move on to what's your favorite holly, er, holiday tradition? And uh, have you guys started any traditions kind of like on your own that you really like?
0: Showing up three hours late to my parents on the Christmas Hell day. That way yeah. I don't have to see any of the siblings I don't like. <laughs>
2: you only have like one sibling, don't you? Step well, siblings and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. forget about that. Yeah.
0: And my half sibling. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: That's that's a <laughs> that's a good call. It's, I get that. I like to show up late to family events and leave early as well. Oh yeah, my sister. I love all you people, but I can't handle you. So <laughs> yeah.
0: easy when my half sister's just drunk already, mm-hmm. because then she's all happy and like we don't fight. It's like, oh, you're drunk. Yes, party time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then you just get shit faced too.
0: <laughs> Sometimes. Nice. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I drive home afterwards. I can't get shit faced.
2: That's good. I'd that's say good. my favorite holiday tradition is um like growing up we always rode or wrote we always read the account in luke of like the savior's birth and stuff mm-hmm. and um me being you know christian and also a lot of it is just me being um i've done it since i was like a little kid and yeah. we still do it and i think it's uh it just kind of like gives me goosebumps every time not even from the religious side of it it's just like no the tradition side of it and it's just like yeah this is it this is christmas eve yeah um we usually do that and then we always like get pajamas that we like sleep in that night and stuff and i it's just kind of fun it's you're like oh okay it's like legit christmas now
1: yeah no i hear that that's a that's a big thing for me too is um like when i was younger a big uh so it's odd It's odd because in my family growing up up, and I think in just general like Hispanic culture, Mexican culture, um, Christmas Eve is is like really the day where everybody celebrates. Uh So that's when you go have your dinners, obviously like most people do. um, And that's when you go like kind of spend time with your families and whatnot. Yeah. But like Christmas Day is not a huge thing for us. It never was growing up and... So now being, like, married to somebody, like, my wife's family is a little more traditional. Yeah. So Christmas Day is a lot – I see it a lot more – like, a lot more differently. Is that even a a phrase? More different. More different? Yeah. It works. It's different for me now, just seeing it differently now um, because it's so much more significant to other people. Yeah. And so now I feel like it's awesome because I'm like – Oh, like I care so much about Christmas Eve yeah. because of my family, but now I'm starting to care a lot about Christmas Day. Yeah. You know? um, And so I really like that. And that's kind of like one of the traditions that's kind of uh, changed and made its way into my life as well. Yeah. Um, Something when I was younger, though, one of my favorite traditions where we would do um, Christmas Day in the morning, mm-hmm. we would always do a bunch of tamales. Oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. We'd make a bunch of these tamales, and sometimes it'd be like hundreds, dude. And so, sounds it, delicious. It was awesome. The end of the night, like after it was all done cooking, we'd all kind of like come together and sit down at the dinner table and just have a bunch of tamales. Nice. It was awesome. That was like, and we still do that to this day. And it's a lot harder now just because we have everybody's got kids and uh, we all are adults. You know, we have time. We have other people we need to go and see. Right. But we still try to get together and do the tamales every year. And I love it. That's like one of the my favorite things that I uh, like. One of my favorite memories. Yeah, being a child—that's cool. Um, and then a tradition that I, my wife and I actually started doing um, once we got married was so instead of doing like a a star at the top of the tree yeah. or like an angel at the top of the tree, whatever you want to put up there, um, we'll take a like a family photo almost. Uh-huh. So the first photo was my wife and I. We do it with like a little Polaroid camera. Write the date and then who's in the photo. And then we clip that up at the top of the tree. Nice. And then the following year, we turn that last picture into an ornament. And then we put that on the tree, take a new photo that year, put it up on the tree as okay. like the a star. Nice. So- that's one of the things that I really have enjoyed doing with my wife, because <clears throat> it almost brings like a more of like a uh, personal feeling to the tree as well. Because mm-hmm. eventually, you're just going to be able to see. Like the plan is that we'll be able to see like, kind of like the pictures grow from like when we we're young to when we have kids and when they start growing up. That's super yeah. cool. I so, like that. I actually I like that noticed too.
2: that on your guys's tree that you have like other pictures on there and yeah. stuff. And I didn't realize that's what they were from. But yeah, that's really cool. I like that.
1: Yeah, so that's one of the things that I've really liked doing um okay what particular activities or events do you guys look forward to the most it sounds like you were saying your potluck
2: that and i just um i'm a i'm a christmas fanatic so i really like um just watching christmas movies that i've seen a million times like with my family
1: dude christmas or jingle all the way money dude i love that yes movie. and I just watched it like last week i love it
2: i'm glad that i'm not the only one who finds value in that movie because i love it too it is so shit but is. i love it
1: jamie yeah. <laughs> oh jamie yeah dude freaking arnold schwarzman <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh how would i know I'm your dad, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Sinbad is yeah, money dude, in that that's show so too. He's like freaking
2: throwing out package bombs and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's that a, was so nuts. I like that. And then another one that people don't usually like, but I really like, is uh, the Polar Express.
1: Dude, I love Polar Express. I feel like that movie's like getting a lot of love right now too. Really? Yeah, yeah. just because social media. I think people are popping off on it.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I've always liked. I just like the. Freaking Josh groban man, he's like the king of Christmas music. Oh, yeah. It's like gives you goosebumps when you listen to that them sing on the back of the train yeah. every time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's good. I'll keep it quick and easy. Getting wasted. Hell yeah,
1: dude. I hear that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. No, I like and I don't even think are you I don't know if you're trying to make a joke or if you're being dead ass. I'm being dead ass. Because I agree with you. I think that's definitely can be a part of like because that's something if if you're looking forward to like, hey, I get to see my family, but I also like get to drink and have fun with my like family too like yeah super chill with cool. these peeps oh yeah yeah and that's a big part of like christmas too i think especially being again adults like having to work having to go to school having to do this and that you know you want to have time to unwind especially on the holidays and that's one of them that's Seriously? great love oh yeah it. love it um okay just a handful of others sorry guys i know we're a little uh a little long right now but <laughs> um okay this one i thought was really cool because uh I was just curious to hear what you guys had to say. So, yeah. have you ever received a gift that was uh, um, particularly memorable that you didn't realize at the time? Yes, I have. Can, would you like to share? You don't have to. Don't feel like you need to.
0: I would if it wasn't like I got it from my ex. That's why okay. I'm like, oh, yeah.
1: But it was probably don't like have
0: to. the gift that was most memorable for me because like somebody put in so much effort. Mm-hmm. Like it was a. Mm-hmm. My favorite Disney – I'm going to try and keep this as quick as possible. No, go for it. My favorite Disney movie is, like, The Lion King. Mm
3: -hmm. And so what
0: he did is he spent, like, hours drawing me this portrait of The Lion King. And so I still have this. It's in my closet just, like, on a shelf because, like, you know. Like, I like it, but it came from my ex. But, like, it was the most meaningful gift because that was, like, the most, like, somebody ever put into something like that. Like, they knew what I liked. They knew – what i've wanted because i always like during our relationship i was always like you're such a great artist like can you draw something for me blah 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 and so like i was asking and then i finally got it and it was like it was just extremely meaningful so no that's awesome that's cool yeah that's awesome
2: that's really
1: cool yeah Um, just quick
2: (laughs) oh that's cool um for me dorothy my wife always um takes like um pictures uh well she goes through her phone and finds like pictures of what we did that year from like Mm -hmm. the beginning to the end of the year. And then she'll go on Shutterfly and make like a, one of those like like, scrapbook or whatever, scrapbook type Uh like things. And it like, it's just like all of the coolest, funnest memories from like that year. Yes, And then she puts it in like, you know, it's like each, each month has like a page and with like Mm -hmm. one or two pictures on it. Mm -hmm. And it's, we've kept them all. So she started that when we were dating in like, 2018. And so I've got one from like 2018 clear to like 2022 and we've just like saved yeah, them all. Wow. And That's so awesome. Yeah. So I, the first time she gave me one, um, I like literally started crying cause I just was like, this is just so cool. I never thought. Yeah. yeah. And so I look forward to getting that every year just to, um, to see, you know, what, what we've done stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I love that. It's a, uh, I think those are probably some of the most important gifts where it's like obviously very well thought out and it's from somebody that you care for, you know, that Mm -hmm. you know that cares for you as well. Yeah. I think um, my wife is, uh, she's very crafty, but she also um, like notices a lot of things that I like as well. And obviously our listeners can't see this, but if you guys can, if you guys look up there, she got me those for Christmas. And then that's that Lego, uh, um, darth vader darth vader but she also so i'm very so <laughs> i'm very like tinker i like to tinker a lot and yeah. do things with my hands and my wife knows that and so a lot of the time like it might not sound so significant but she'll get me like tools and stuff yeah or or like things that i can put together because i love star wars as well but mm-hmm. dude i love legos that's super i, I cool. love legos and um That's, and it just kind of gives me like a way to be able to express myself and be able to like work with my hands, you know, Yeah. which is super important to me. And so she knows that I like this, even though like (laughs) maybe she might think it's like childish to love Legos, but she'll still get them for me. And I just, I really, uh, there's a bunch of other things that she's done for me. And that's just one that came to the top of my head because, uh, I don't know. I really like it. So that's, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, Uh, three more, three more. Not I mean. including this one. Well, actually, yeah, three more. Okay. Is there a specific decoration or ornament that holds a uh, sentimental, sentimental value to you?
2: Um, Dorothy, after... So our first Christmas, we already had a, a child. And <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, we <clears throat> she got, like, these ornaments that are, like, made out of wood or whatever. And they said, like, you know, family of three or, like first year as parents or something like that on mm-hmm. there. And it has like the year. And, um, I always look for them on the tree. I think it's kind of cool just to, to remember like that's, it wasn't that long ago, but at the same time, like it, it, it was a long, it's like been three years. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's kind of fun to look back on that and think about this kind of makes me remember when Tatum was born and
1: stuff. So mm-hmm. I'd say those are my favorite.
0: You know. Oh, that's awesome. Can't say I have one.
1: You don't have one. No. That's totally okay. Yeah. I think, I uh, and I kind of already went over this because it's one of my favorite traditions, but the uh, ornaments that my wife and I make just with like our family pictures are definitely my favorite ones, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Last but not least, where would you spend the holidays if you could anywhere in the world? Florida. <laughs> Who would you do be with? Myself. Yourself in Florida? Why Florida.
0: I freaking love Florida. It's the, Orlando specifically. I love yeah. going to Orlando. I Would love, you hit like Disney World? Fuck Disney World. I'm going to Universal.
1: <laughs> dude, honestly, Universal's Universal is bomb. sick during it's Christmas. It's way better. Yeah. Is it? Freaking Harry Potter World during Christmas is oh,
2: yeah. awesome. All right. That's on my to-do, my bucket list. It's huh? awesome, dude. It's so cool. Um,
1: That's good, though. I like Florida. Yeah. Nice Florida and warm, too. Yeah.
2: If I had to take somebody, it'd be whoever
0: I'm dating at the time. Or yeah, maybe take just off, like too? a friend. I'll take up, you guys. Too, too. I'll take you guys and your wives, except for I just feel like you guys wouldn't want to do all the crazy rides. Oh, I definitely do. Dude. My wife and I okay, do Okay, fuck all it. The crazy you guys rides. could come yeah. too. Of course <laughs> yeah. I want
2: to do all the cra- I mean, we'll have to hit. Your wife is preggers though. Well, she won't be then. Next Christmas. Okay, next Christmas. Yeah. Let's yeah. plan it. I'm putting it on the calendar now. <laughs> We're all going. I legit would go if you Like, plan I'm dead it. ass. I would right. go too. That okay. mean, so okay, would be super fun. we've planned it now. Everybody's committed.
0: That would be awesome. Yeah. Universal. Wait, Wait. Universal next Christmas.
1: We season. can't go during Christmas, though. right? Christmas yeah. season. Christmas in December. Yeah, that's
2: fine. December. Yeah, I'm down. Um, New York. I've always wanted to go to New York during Christmas and see, like, the Rockefeller tree and stuff like that.
1: Hey, Rockefeller's done, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just, like, there's so many. I feel like there's a lot of Christmas movies that happen in New York. Like, there's, like, Miracle on 34th Street. And, yeah. Uh, Elf and, like, stuff like that. So... I've always wanted to see, I've never been to New York mm-hmm. and, um, I just think, I don't know there's, it just has, there's tons of Christmas movies that happen there. So I've always thought it'd be cool to go there around Christmas time. Yeah. So, yeah. It's on my bucket
1: list too. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Honestly. And then I would just, honestly, I would, I would like to go to New York just so I could be like, dude, I'm freaking Spider-Man, bro. <laughs> Fair, enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Spider-Man was here. I'm here. I'm Spider-Man. I am by default.
2: Spider Man,
1: <laughs> dude. My <laughs> name's Parker, you, so
2: I'm like you. Literally, more close, yeah,
1: that's true. And you're also of the right descent, but I'm. I bald. guess you'd be Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also not Dominican or black. You could fair it. enough. Or is he? Is he Dominican? I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. He might be Dominican. He, he might not be. Yeah, I don't remember, um, but. To spend Christmas anywhere. So one Christmas that I spent um, was actually in Mexico when I was a young young lad, um, and it was actually really cool. This is actually probably one of my favorite Christmas memories that I have, um, but my uncle went to my grandma's house, and my uncle dug this huge hole in the backyard. Like huge. It probably went like, I don't know, 12 feet down. The yeah, diameter was geez. probably... I don't know 4 feet or so mm-hmm. big big asshole and the uh um he put fire so he's he put a bunch of logs down there and he started a fire and it was to to uh, cook up pozole it's very like mm-hmm. um tra- or sorry not pozole it was barbacoa so was, that's a very traditional like mexican dish um that people like to do for christmas and I loved it, dude. That was probably one of my favorite things. I remember like when he started the fire, it went so high from the That's from so underneath sick. the ground that it burned the trees up top. Oh, Damn, my dude. And the trees were probably like 10 feet high. So Shit. a 12 foot down hole. And mind you though, because it's so centered and like it has nowhere like everything has nowhere else to go. It probably just just straight shot up right yeah. straight out. Yeah. Because they just threw a bunch of gasoline in there. <laughs> oh my god. So um, but I loved it, dude. That was like one of my favorite traditions. If I could go back knowing that I'd be like, safe obviously mexico is unfortunately not so uh, uh tourist friendly right now yeah right? um but if i could go back there with my wife now and and be able to like have those traditions again and be able to do something fun like that with her i would freaking love that
2: that'd be lit that's be, super cool lit yeah. literally literally, lit. literally lit. big old fire lit. lit oh
1: yeah <laughs> um but yeah guys those are all the questions i got for you i uh i would implore our listeners i would love to hear any special family traditions you guys have for the holidays or anything cool that you'd like to share with us or uh, prove me wrong on anything, please. For if real. I got any of the details wrong, <laughs> let us know. Um, we obviously want to hear from you, and happy holidays to everybody. Happy holidays. Seriously. Um, give us a follow on Shadow Valley Pod on Instagram. Um, we're going to start posting there a lot more, and I think we also just started a Facebook page. We did just barely start a Facebook page. yeah uh, ye. You know, give us a follow, give us a chat, whatever you guys want. Yeah, and
2: remember to share the show as well so we can grow it and keep creating great content or mediocre content or whatever content. Just whatever you content
1: are, this is. tickles your fancy.
0: Quality-ass content. Oh, yeah,
1: there it is. Hey, at least our audio is good. <laughs> <That's Yes. true. laughs> yeah, we Yeah, we have good audio. There's where my budget we went, is
0: in
2: our audio. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the hosts, obviously. Yeah, and then he had to group together
1: his friends Nope, hope yeah. they did okay. So like, right, if you guys do shit, dude, we're screwed. <laughs> for real. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, that's it for me, guys. Happy holidays, and I hope you guys all enjoy your, your wonderful uh, breaks, and enjoy the new year. Stay safe. Don't get too shit-faced.
0: Sounds good. Don't forget to email us at shadow.valleypod at the dogenetwork.com. If you don't, you're Dick Cheney.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's double plug, bro. (laughs) We can't double plug him in one episode. Fuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. We'll
1: do it live. (laughs) Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking thing sucks. For those of you
0: who know that quote, God bless you.
2: And if you don't, you should go look it up. up.
0: Bill O'Reilly freak out. That's all you need on YouTube to find it. all you need i'll have to play that audio sometime just kidding we'd get copyright striked by bill o'reilly
2: he'd be like no fucking thing sucks (laughs) then he'd he'd write his next book killing bill oh my gosh (laughs) Uh, uh.
0: (laughs) anyway guys um that's it from us my name's brennan you got parker you've got gabe and this has been shadow valley you guys have a great rest of your day
1: happy holidays